0: Show Speaks, episode 3. Hey there and welcome to the third episode of Debt Show Speaks. Today, I would like to share more about my roots, which is the Peranakan Chinese culture. And uh, we do have a rich and interesting history which I would like to share with everyone. The history of the Peranakan Chinese is a very rich and interesting one. So since the 15th century, Chinese traders from Fujian province in South China actually sailed through the South China Sea in search of a better life. Many of them settled down in Peninsula Malaya to start their businesses. They married the local women and their children were called which means local born. So there is a mix of Chinese, Malay or even Indonesian cultures where the males are known as babas and the females are known as nyonyas. The Peranakan language is a very colourful one. Uh, It uses phrases from Hokkien Chinese probably because of the ancestors who came from Fujian province in China Uh, Malay from the local women that they married and English because you know of the colonisation in Asia and a lot of Peranakans are known as OCBC means Orang China Bukan China the direct meaning is Chinese people but not Chinese so because uh, you know a lot of them do not have a good grubs of the Chinese Mandarin language a lot of them uh, speak Malay at home So let's talk about the clothing that the Pranakan Chinese wear. So the Babas, who are the males, they wore Chinese embroidered shirts and long black pants, but eventually they moved into the Western style of dressing, probably because of colonisation in Asia. The Nyonyas, the ladies, wore baju panjang, which eventually became colourful sarong kebayas that had intricate embroidery designs of birds, phoenix, peonies and butterflies and they usually match it with karosangs which are very exquisite gold-plated diamond pins and usually comes uh, in a piece of three pins and then they match it with the kasukmaneks which are beaded slippers. Let's talk about the houses that the Pranakan Chinese were living in. Uh, They are usually two-storey Chinese shop houses and they had influences from Malay and European cultures. The Pranakan Chinese were very wealthy and educated during their time. And um, you know, they they like to furnish their house with the finest of the East and the West. So if you're in a Pranakan Chinese house, you would probably see carved wooden furniture which had marble and mother-of-pearl inlays, you have Chinese lanterns hanging outside the house and you'll find a lot of uh, porcelain ware, you know, that they use to uh, decorate the house and also they use it for when they're having a meal. You can also find European elements such as the Dutch tiles, Victorian lambs, and Scottish handrails. So, you know, the interior design of a Pernican Chinese house is a truly eclectic one. Let's talk about Peranakan food. So, um, you know, the ladies, the nyonyas in the house are very good cooks. So the dishes that they create are a fusion of Chinese and Malay flavours and usually more savoury and less spicy when you compare them to the usual Malay dishes. So there are things like the ayam buakuloa, the bakwang kapiting soup, ayam sio, kueh pai tea, babi ponte. Uh, My favorites would be the Batwang Kapiting soup, where they use a mix of minced meat, crab meat, prawn meat, and bamboo shoots. Uh, And then they, you know, make it into meatballs and then they cook it in the soup, which is very tasty. Uh, Another dish that I like is the Ayam Xiu, which is chicken, uh, which is like simmered in a mix of coriander spice, soy sauce, and tamarind juice so the flavour comes out very tangy and appetising so what is your favourite pranakan dish? And that brings us to the end of episode 3 of Depth Show Speaks thank you for listening and learning more about the pranakan Chinese culture with me till the next episode take care and stay safe